Ladies and gentlemen. I am afraid of no ghosts, but this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. <laughs> what are you doing here, cynical ghost? <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing. Cue <Ooh. laughs> music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. <laughs> Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Boring conversation anyway. Hello! Hello! I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Cantarmajur. And I'm masked for your pleasure. <laughs> Michael Lister. <laughs> <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. All in the same place. Yay! Lockdown is over again. And we're back together. Yeah. Together again. Gee, together it's good to be together, together again. again. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, can't imagine how you've ever been gone. It's not going over. It's, it's just locking down. down. well said well said uh yes 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 we're back in in the uh the motorized fred shed as it were yeah in the listabishi the listabishi the listabishi yeah i know you got a name for your car yeah mine's jarvis and you got a name for your car mine's king tut yeah. And I'm the Listabishi because, you know, last name and what the make of it and ram it together. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I put the names into a hydron collider and that's what happens. That's what happens? Yes. And it works. It works. It well, works very well. It works with petrol. It works, yes. Well, <laughs> essential oils. Nice. Nice. I love essential oil. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yes, yeah, so we're all, we're all in good spirits, which is nice. Yes. Good to be here with everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my voice is probably a bit croaky because I've been coming down, well, coming off a cold and in the middle of a, uh, a mask mandate as well. And my voice sounds a bit sexier than usual because it's, <laughs> it sounds like I just woke up. And and uh, in all intents and purposes, maybe I have. <laughs> <laughs> this is my morning voice. This is my morning voice. <laughs> I am Venus de Milo. <laughs> so, it's been another week. Yes. Uh, yes. Which means we've been watching things, Yep. I'm sure. Fulia, yes. what have you been watching? So, I've been watching a lot of Netflix stuff. Nice. Um, I managed to watch um, the episodes of the new season of the movies that made us. Hey. hey. Um, I haven't watched them all, but uh, so far I've seen... Um, the one about, uh, oh my goodness. Back to the Future? Back to the Future, yes. I watched that one. Um, and I think I watched the one after that, but I can't remember which one it was. Maybe I haven't watched it and I'm just, (laughs) I'm just hallucinating that. Um, but anyway, so I watched that. I, or I've, in the week's. Past, I have also been watching the American Barbecue Showdown with my Discord fam because we love food and we thought, <laughs> why not watch a show about food? And why it's pretty not? much, pretty much um, a competition uh, about barbecuing nice. to see who yeah. is the best pit, pit, pit master. <laughs> nice. Yes. Nice. Um, which was really, really cool. 
Uh, and you get to learn a lot of new things, which was really awesome as well. Very yeah. informative show. That's cool. Um, I also watched the new episode of Bad Batch, yeah. um, which I am, oh my God, what a cliffhanger. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. okay. So, we won't, so, Moving so, on. so you're the foolier this <laughs> week. I am the foolier this week. I didn't have time to watch it. So Kendall, you stay over there. Me, Kendall, yeah. I will. Me and I'll just about. get out of the car. Oh my God. <laughs> I'll just get out of the car. How good, how good was it? Oh my God. It's probably the best episode. So far. I'm not joking there. It's probably the best oh, episode. Oh, shit. All right, cool. Yeah. Get <laughs> on it, Kendall. Tuesday is my, ne- my next available appointment to watch that. Yes. Uh, and I, I managed to watch a Netflix film called Wish Dragon, which mm-hmm. is their animated movie. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting. It was about Chinese culture as well. Mm. And um, it's, it's kind of similar to Aladdin... In the sense that this dragon can grant you three wishes and he's also wanting to, I think he has to serve a certain number of masters before he can go into heaven because there's a big thing about why he's a dragon. And if you want to find out, I'm not going to spoil it, go watch it. It's on Netflix. (laughs) Nice. But it was really interesting. I really loved how they integrated the Chinese culture into their traditions and all that sort of stuff. And um, also about um, classes as well in uh, in families and, and friendships and all that sort of stuff, which is pretty cool. Um, I mean, it's not great, like Disney great, but mm-hmm. it, was, it was all right. It was on par. It was average. Mm. I enjoyed it. Um, it had some good, cute little jokes in there as well. So definitely worth a watch. Um and the last thing I will say that I have watched, I started watching because I discovered it over the over the weekend. According to Jim, <laughs> a sitcom that I used to love watching a lot, and now I can watch it from start to finish. Hey. Jim Belushi, my goodness, he is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I love that man. Um, and in that show, um, PC stuff aside, <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. I love sitcoms, and according mm-hmm. to Jim, is kind of one of them. So, and now I get the chance to actually watch it properly because I haven't actually seen all the episodes. So, yeah, this is a good chance for me to watch them all. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Sweet. Oh, it's so good. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's that's pretty much been my week of watchings. How about you, Michael? Well, you probably skip me because uh, <laughs> I've recently moved into a new house and we have ah, no internet. Yes. So I don't really have time to watch because we're un- still unpacking some stuff. Still, still trying to get the um, garage ready for our two cars because it's still just full of boxes and shit. Um, uh, but I have watched uh, The Bad Batch. Yes. I, I watched it at work because I can use their Wi-Fi. <laughs> uh, and I watched it on my phone. And yes, a very good episode, yes. as, I, as I alluded to before. Uh, and that's basically it. Otherwise, I've been just just watching TikTok, basically. <laughs> and there's, and uh, I, I discovered uh, Tara Strong's got her own own thing there so that's oh, that's pretty cool cool uh and a lot more political stuff but you know it's not for this podcast but no but okay fine <laughs> <laughs> 
shut down, shut down. <laughs> shut down. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, yeah, it was basically the bad batch this week for me, and it was a very, very good highlight. It's just, yeah, just watching that, and also trailers. I watched trailers as well. <laughs> if that's, if that's, uh, un, uh, yeah, under the same umbrella of watching stuff as well. And mm-hmm. one particular one, I was very happy to 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 watch. After a, a couple of weeks of emotional turmoil, mm. because you know, moving and child's being sick, and also, mm. so yeah, so that's basically my week. Uh, just watching one episode of Bad Batch. Uh, what about you, Kendall? Have you been sick as a child? No, <laughs> no, thankfully, thankfully. So you were I never sick as a child. Oh, I was never sick as a child. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I was Plenty sick. Plenty sick as a child. I had the chicken pox. I had my tonsils out when I was four. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Cool. Col- colds and gastro and th- usual child-related in- illnesses. Yes. Yeah. Fun content. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> in terms of what I've been watching, well, um, yes, I, 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 I fucking shit the bed and did not watch Bad Batch, so apologies <laughs> for that. Um, but I The million-dollar question, have you been to the cinema? Oh, I'm going. I'm going tomorrow. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> That's all right. Never have I. I'm just waiting for something worthwhile to watch. <laughs> well, something something's coming out this week. This week, yes. That will be worth watching. That's and for hopefully, sure. And hopefully, I'll con my wife saying, "Hey, can I just go to the cinema?" <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Please do. Assemble your squad. Um, so... Or commit... Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why, I went, that's why I went the squad route, because I'm like, no tasteful jokes there. Not, yeah. Not, 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 no taste... Anyway, digging What have you been watching? <laughs> what have I actually been watching? Well, um, I did partake in an episode of Rick and Morty this week, um, and it was awesome. It was probably the best episode since the premiere, I think. Um, I really, really liked it. Uh, it was very funny. Very, very funny. Another appearance of Keith David's president uh, this week. Um, and I'm uh, <laughs> them, them kind of making fun of his uh, relationship with, with Rick. <laughs> highly amusing. And, uh, and uh, a, a Thanksgiving special, not anywhere in November at all. Uh, <laughs> but fucking hilarious, nonetheless. I highly recommend people go watch that episode. Um, it's freaking awesome. Um, what else? Um, I started watching, I haven't finished it yet, I'm about halfway through, um, Sharp Objects, uh, which is a HBO, um, miniseries starring Amy Adams and Patricia, Patricia Clarkson, uh, and it's based on a book by Gillian Flynn, who wrote Gone Girl, and she actually also writes on this miniseries as well, uh, but yeah, it's really, really good, it's set in Missouri, so kind of in the south and the the it's very I don't know interesting kind of m- middle of nowhere town and there's you know girls have gone missing and they've turned up murdered and Amy Adams character is a reporter who's been sent from the big city because she got out of this this is where she grew up and she got out of it and now she's been sent back to do a story on it and everything and but as a ulterior motive the her her boss actually wants her to go face her childhood trauma of which she has much um and but the performances are fucking amazing so um yeah highly enjoying watching that at the moment um yeah that's pretty much be me, be me yeah i haven't really mm. i don't think i i feel like i've watched a 
bunch of other stuff, but it's kind of all blurred together this week. Lockdown, <laughs> lockdown, yeah. lockdown has that effect on your brain sometimes. But those were the highlights for me: Rick and Morty and Sharp Objects this week. Oh, I've also also mentioned that. Uh... Uh, we finally got free-to-wear stuff, so we've been watching some free-to-wear stuff. Hey! Have any of you seen, like, anything like the Olympics? Yeah! Uh, I've seen bits and pieces. Tiny bit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like watching the Olympics. It's fun. Yeah. We're kicking ass in the swimming. We, well, we, oh, always, we always do. do. <laughs> yeah. We swimmers supreme. The only thing that irks me about the Olympics is the fact that skateboarding is an Olympic sport and netball isn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm no offense to skateboarders because I think skateboarding is awesome, um, but I just hate the fact that you know the sport I played for 15 years isn't recognised by the the IOC. But you know, it's okay, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I'll just <laughs> I'll just be over here in my netball corner crying. Hey hey hey, here if you need. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, but no, we've been doing really well, Aussies. Doing, doing quite well. Yeah. yeah, really cool. Yeah. Especially in other sports that we don't usually get um, noticed for, like canoeing. Mm. Um, yeah, Jess Fox, man. Yeah, She's man. killing it. How awesome was that? Yeah, really um, cool. We managed to win some. I think we do. We usually do pretty well in the rowing as well. Yeah, rowing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we also got, got one person, one of our... Athletes in the BMX event. Yes. Has one gold. <laughs> Wait, yes. skateboarding, BMX, what's going on? What have you got against netball? That's not really a sport, is it? Apparently not. <laughs> but uh, yes, the Olympics is a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's great. It's yeah. good to get behind your country. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Behind your, your Time to get patriotic. Yeah. <laughs> or naturalistic. <laughs> <laughs> My country's better than your country. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're going to be like that when uh, Brisbane comes around. Yeah, twenty thirty two, bitches. Yeah, very good optimism that we're going to be around till then. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it'll be fine. Yes, we've got this. We get through this. They it's, only, it's only ten years. Yeah, yeah. Eleven. Okay. But who's counting? <laughs> Maths. We'll be forty four. Just if you want to know how old we'll be. In 2032, we'll be 44. So we can't compete because we're a bit old. Yeah, it doesn't matter what how, depends on how old you are. Yeah, you yeah. compete. So, so I've got 11 years to actually train up my child to be in the Olympics. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but which one? Gymnastics. I was going to say gymnastics, but I, I think you have to be like a certain age to compete. Unless, I don't know. They've changed the rules. Anyway. Maybe nipple. Welcome to the... Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe <laughs> nipple. Welcome to the Olympics podcast. Your official coverage and sponsor of the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. Yeah. Even though it's 2021, but it's fine. <laughs> it doesn't exist. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's fine. And hey, Channel 7, had enough of the fucking ads. Oh, that's, that's the other thing I problem I have with the fucking broadcast. Like, you know... Would they fucking go to ads and then if they're doing a live thing, they'll come back and we'll miss shit because they've been doing their fucking ads. Hey, uh. We got a quota. <laughs> People don't watch free to wear. I wonder fucking why. <laughs> Just watch it online. Just sign sign up on their um seven plus. I don't want to though. It's free. No, I don't want it. I don't want them to know me. Anyway. I'm a sovereign citizen. I don't want the government to know where I am. Oh, right. See, then. 
No. Speaking of which, what happened last week? <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to. Uh, you know, the sort of uh, protests that happened. Oh, those, those uh, the, the Darwin Award winners. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do we want? No lockdowns. When do we want it? Um, well, we, we got it uh, the next day. Oh, cool. They listen to us. Yeah, yes, right. yes. <laughs> it's totally fine. All right. That's, that's enough sport and politics, I think, for <laughs> this episode. Nothing political about it. It's just fucking stupidity. Well, true. <laughs> very, very true. Okay. It's time to check in now with the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alrighty, nerdy news time. Time to check the hell in. And boy, have there been things afoot in the nerdy world this week. Starting with... Some controversial Marvel-related news. The big story, of course, this week was the fact that uh, the wonderful Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney uh, because of a breach in her contract uh, that has resulted in a massive loss of earnings for her. Uh, She's suing Disney for $50 million, uh, which is money she's felt she's owed uh, because of the situation with uh, the theatrical release of Black Widow and the fact that it was split between theatres and Disney Plus um, resulted in a, a massive loss of finances for her. Uh, so she is suing them for for this breach, um, and it's yeah, it's got got pe- people. Uh, interestingly, I think I'm more on her side. At first, I thought people would be more on on Disney side, but because they're the big big corporation. I think people are tending to more side with Scarlett just in terms of the fact that she's an artist and this is a violation of her contract that was drawn up. Um, so it's a, you know it's against the law, I suppose, of this situation. Um, so it's really nice to see people coming out and supporting her. Kevin Feige has even been kind of uh, reported to be a, a very uh, embarrassed and uh, upset about the way Disney's handled it. Apparently there, uh, her, like the, they were there. Apparently there were talks. <laughs> apparently there were talks of her maybe the them trying to uh, renegotiate terms once Disney were like we're going to split it and go from theatrical to uh, streaming, but Disney kind of ignored Scarlett's uh, intentions with that renegotiation. So they've put themselves in this situation. Uh, which is very, very unfortunate. Um, Disney have said that they are going to be giving her uh, a percentage of the money that has come from the premiere access on Disney Plus um, as part of the contract. But um, but yeah, it's kind of just... Yeah, it's all been a bit very unfortunate to hear this coming out. Uh, Disney have released kind of a, a statement responding to uh, to this lawsuit um and they said that apparently they fully complied with uh scarlet's contract um and they've said that they think the lawsuit in their opinion is sad and distressing in its callous disregard for the COVID 19 pandemic um 
they basically just called her out and threw the pandemic in her face as uh, to why we shouldn't be paying you and how how dare you think of money at this time. Um, so yeah, it's it's all very upsetting um, and hopefully things get worked out. Um, the only uh, other interesting thing about this is that it's uh, making making waves in Hollywood in terms of other stars. For example, apparently. Emma Stone is thinking of maybe looking into some action legally in terms of what happened with her contract and Cruella. Um, and uh, it was reported very recently that Gerard Butler is suing uh, over some um, some funds for Olympus Has Fallen as well. So there's just a, a, a ripple effect now going through Hollywood that started with Scarlett. Fulia, do you have any thoughts on this, um, what are you what are you feeling? It is a bit unfortunate that it's, but we don't really know what the actual like finer details are on in that contract. So it's kind of hard for, at least for me, to be able to make a comment of on this whole situation. Yeah. Um, but it's it is like I said, very unfortunate that this is happening right now, and that you know artists are. Um, were they deserve what they deserve yeah um so yeah but i'm unfortunately for me i because i don't know the finer details of what's actually written in their contract to say oh okay yeah scarlet's right there's not really much that i can mention the thing well the thing was is that her contract that they had drawn up and in terms of her salary was a big part of her salary was going to be coming from the box office gross, right? She was going to be getting a, a significant chunk um, out of that. Like, most of her paycheck was going to come from that, and which is why she's suing for $50 million, because that's what she feels she would have earned if it had, you know, been only in cinemas. Because uh, Black Widow did drop off, like, in its second or third week at the box office. It took a sharp dive. And a lot of people are putting that down to the fact that, especially in America, people, it, despite their vaccinations being amazing, people are still very hesitant to return to the public space and be in a cinema. People are still are like, oh, we can do pay 30 bucks and the whole family can watch Black Widow at home and not leave the house. We'll do that. Um, and then the other thing is, is the fact that uh, people are kind of talking about how it looks like Disney are favouring their investors over their artists because the investors are st- stand to make much more money out of it, the Disney Plus premiere access thing than the, the, the actors, the directors, the, pro- the producers, all those people. So it's, yeah, it's just greedy, the greedy feeding the greedy and uh, the artist suffering for mm. it, which is very disappointing, which is why people are, like why Emma Stone might be looking into it and why it could even start a chain reaction of, you know, people, actors and artists in this industry going, maybe there's another problem with streaming that we hadn't kind of thought about just yet mm. and contracts need to be reworded and reworked. Um, so I don't know if that helps explain it a bit better for you, but but yeah, yeah it still doesn't it's, it's, give me anything to say to be honest. Okay, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough, Mike. What are yeah. your What are your thoughts on this? It is a tricky situation, and yeah, and thinking about it, uh, their contracts. Uh, this including Emma Stone and uh, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, were, were done before the pandemic, so yeah, they they were. 
they were all going for, well, it's going to be a theatre release anyway. So, mm-hmm. And because COVID hit, they needed to um, uh, get something done so they could, so they can split split the profits of, okay, we'll, we'll chuck it out on cinema and we'll uh, put it on their streaming service. Problem is they needed to do needed to negotiate because otherwise it would have cut cut everything in half and and we sort of saw what ha- happened with uh, Coella and with um uh Black Widow um yeah i'm sort of siding with sort of um Johansson's side on this one cuz it's a bit of a dickish move to saying, well, this is your contract. Uh, it's already signed and done and we can't do anything about it. And they probably didn't want to, like the higher-ups at Disney di- didn't want to, uh, I don't know, they they sort of said, well, this is an opportunity that we can get so many people on on the Disney Plus plus side of it. And, and yeah, it sort of, it, it definitely would have worked considering uh, with the Disney Plus being accessed to all around the world as well. So they... So and many different countries don't have the same like vaccination like rates in. Yeah. So it, it's more enticing to actually watch it on the streaming service. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, with that, yeah, I, 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 yeah, and being a, a loony lefty that I am, <laughs> and uh, you know, you know, I'm I'm all about the workers. I'm all about the unions and all, and all that. And if so, something seems unfair, then. You you go to negotiate. You can't go on yeah. the tables like this. Like like looking back at it, um, I knew uh, I did say it was like well, it's a sort of a a good idea considering we're still dealing with COVID, and if you don't feel safe going out to a <laughs> an unfamiliar place where everyone is like you don't know if they're vaccinated or not, um, it, it's sort of beneficial for yourself to actually stay at home and watch it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I didn't I, I didn't know that. Um, Contracts should have been should should have been re- redrawn or re- even come to a decision, and obviously it didn't. Like like uh, Scarlett Johansson had to go do presses as well because she was pressing for for the um for for the theater theatrical release because that's also in the contract that you need to help with the promotion of yeah. this movie. Yeah, of course. And yeah, and it might look like she's like begging for more money. It's like no, not really because because of the current situation. It also reminds me it also reminded me with um uh Warner Brothers doing like the dodgy thing of putting all their movies on on HBO as well. Yeah. And and a lot and a lot of a lot of directors saying, "Hey, no, um, this was meant to be a theater theater release. Like yeah. people, it's more beneficial to actually watch this on a big screen with yeah. a surround sound." Mm-hmm. And you, they definitely and they definitely backtracked with, with that pretty quickly because because Dune was coming out. Yeah. And and even and even um, uh, Christopher Nolan. Picked up a huge stick mm, about that shit, did, shit as well, yeah. and says, "Oh, I'm not going to be working with WB ever again." Yeah, and and that sort of shit. So it's got to be it's got to be some something that needs to change de- definitely with with if they're going to do this dual release. Yeah, yeah. And, hope, and also, um, I've also heard that maybe uh, this is also rumor. I don't know. It's not clarification. So grain of salt, everyone. 
that also um, Emily, Emily Blunt is, oh, yeah. is thinking about that doing too. that, especially with Jungle, Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise, because that's doing the same same thing. It's like, <clears throat> and that was filmed like before before the pandemic, so mm. it would have been the old contract, and and yeah. It's a whole lot easier to just say "fuck you, Disney." Why don't you just pay your workers properly instead? Mm. It's it's not like the good old days where you have sweatshops of of animators just work, working like stupid out ha- stupid hours at desks just drawing your fucking cartoons. People need to be paid like properly. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm more I'm more for the artist than the distributor. Yeah. Right? And yeah, Disney, you're too powerful. Yeah. Time to break you down. <laughs> yeah. Because it's so frustrating because, you know, there are people who are, f- like, especially fans of Scarlet and and will pay money to just watch her. Yeah. And it have nothing to do with the MCU at all. they just be, like, a fan of her and be like, I will watch her do anything, um, you know. And so she's a box office drawer in, her, in and of herself, yeah. you know. Like it's just yeah, it's all all a bit it's all a bit shitty. And but I, I did really like the fact that Kevin Feige seemed to come down on her side more than Disney's. But he's kind of caught between a rock and a hard yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do not env- envy. I don't his, envy him. His no. position. Not at all. Because because um you you know of the sort of uh deleted scene at the end of uh black black. Uh, uh, if you tell me what it is, I'll probably remember. Yeah, uh, it's the post credit scene mm. where they sort of changed it. Where yeah, where he's uh, where her sister was uh, whistling mm. at her graveside. Yeah, and then then you suddenly hear off screen off screen the other whistle. Yeah, sort of loosely implying that um, uh, Black Widow is actually maybe not dead. Yeah, and now it's not it's not in there. Yeah, yeah, because soul for a soul. Sort yeah, of, sort of thing. Yeah. So I don't know how. Uh, I hope, hopefully, there's not going to be much bad blood because you know. I know because now that we have a multiverse, <laughs> there are opportunities to bring <coughs> to bring these actors back in, yeah. in, for cameos or for whatever's you know. And uh, if yeah. there's bad blood between her and the studio, or her and Disney, I mean not Marvel Studios but Disney specific, they may be like, nah, mm. too bad, so sad. So. You can't have, you can't have <sighs> Black Widow anymore. Fingers crossed it doesn't happen. All right, let's let's move into some happy Marvel news. Yeah, because and now there's political bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you said no political bullshit. Hey, it wasn't and politics. the first uh, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> it's politics between it's like I want all money. It's like well art. It, you got to have the artist or the money. It's always that juggling. True. So it's always that balancing act. Very true. Very Especially true. with artists. Yes. And, art. and money-hungry corporations. Okay, good news. Let's have some good news. Uh, because this week we got our first look at Hawkeye um, with a photo of um, Jeremy Renner as Clint Barton. Um talking with um, Haley Steinfeld's Kate Bishop. Um, not much to really pull from the photo. Um, it looks it looks pretty cool. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Yeah. I have, yes. Yes. Looks pretty cool. Good to see her in purple um, as well, holding uh, bow and arrow. Um, but the other really cool thing about... Uh, this little bit of news is the fact we now have a release date for Hawkeye, Yay. which is super exciting. Uh, the first episode of Hawkeye will be dropping on Disney Plus on the 24th of November. Um, 
And every episode after that we'll be releasing every Wednesday. Because Wednesdays are the new Fridays. Uh, (laughs) And don't you forget it. Uh, Oh, already forgot. Fantastic news to have a uh, a release date for Hawkeye. And hopefully we'll get a trailer soon. Um, that mm. would be, that would be very cool. With So, um, It's yeah. usually three months before, like a teaser and then a month before an actual trailer. Well, I mean, so we've already got a, tra- a trailer for Eternals and that's coming out the end of October. So yeah, well, this is for Disney plus. So. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we've got Eternals coming out end of October, Hawkeye now coming out end of November. And then, um, right before Christmas, Spider-Man No Way Home. So, uh, which still hasn't got a fucking trailer. Which still hasn't. Uh, that one hasn't got a trailer, and that needs to have a trailer like yesterday. I think they're still probably editing it. <laughs> I think they're trying to just. They're probably just trying to figure out how do we make put how do we make this as enticing to people as possible without spoiling who's in this movie, even though <laughs> even though everyone knows who's in this movie, but we're denying. I think that's a trick. <laughs> yeah, they've got to they've got to figure it out. Um, but yeah, super cool to finally have a release date for Hawkeye. Fulia, are you excited about this? Yay! I am definitely excited. Can't wait to see more stuff about Hawkeye. I want to learn more about Hawkeye. Yeah, same. So this will be really interesting, and I'm, I'm glad they're doing it as a, as a, as a series, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, can't wait. Yeah. Nice, nice. Mike, you, you, you looking forward to this? Um... I wouldn't say looking forward to it, but I'd definitely watch it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yes, it's a it's a meme that people people hate Hawkeye and, and it's like why Hawkeye instead <laughs> instead of fucking uh, Black Widow that was there on the Soul Stone and all that. It's like uh, what's his uh, what's he what's his uh, grinder bear? He got a shit haircut and he's killing people in <laughs> in Japan. Okay, fine. Okay. Shit haircut. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. But yeah, yeah. it's a choice. It's a choice. Uh, he, he's he, he's par- he's uh his family disappeared. So yeah, he was going through some stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, and going through some bodies. If you know what yeah. I mean. With a katana. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, yeah, I Pe- forgot taking down the yakuza. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, I forgot. I use bows and arrows. No, you're using a you're using a swords. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to this, and it's also a passing of the torch, and it'll pr- and it'll be the first sort of training up of the new young Avengers. Yeah, we're totally getting young Avengers. We are fucking totally. It's totally happening. It's totally happening. Like without without even them saying it, we already the amount of these characters that are being introduced in these different movies, they're totally doing it. Yeah. It's going to be fucking shit. Question is, if they're going to do it as a Disney Plus series or as a film. That's the that's the question. Yeah, but it's exciting. It's exciting. All right. Speaking of exciting, we're gonna cross the pond to DC now and uh, talk about J.K. Cinnamons because he's coming back to uh, play Commissioner Gordon one more time. Um, he, one more time. <laughs> he will be appearing in Batgirl, uh, which is super awesome. Um, Still don't really know too much about the plot of this one, but um, he's yeah recently been added to the cast list. Not sure how big his role will be, but uh, the fact that he's in it is pretty cool and uh, adds to the world building of the, the DCEU, I suppose, which means Batgirl is definitely connected um, to the you know Justice League and uh, Flash and uh, Man of Steel and all of that, mm. Wonder Woman. So yeah, super exciting. Mike... Mm. Um, 
does this make you want to watch Batgirl more? A little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was going to have um, J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon because you don't get to see him that much in Injustice League in either release. No. And if he wasted, yeah, uh, it kind of makes sense because you know they're they're, they're related. Um, um, so, mm. uh, Barbara and fa- Gordon. Yeah, father and son. Yeah, uh, father and daughter. Sorry. <laughs> Right in slip, I yep. am a son, and blah, blah, blah. Yes. Um, Father yeah. and daughter. That's kind of cool. Mm. Um, then that means, uh, well, we were talking about the Bat, Bat Girl like age, ages ago, uh, probably last week. Time is an illusion. I can't remember. <laughs> but we were sort of spe- speculating. It's like, oh, who's the Batman then? Because you can't can yeah. have Batgirl with Batman. It looks like it's Batfleck. And it's like, yeah, okay, if he does like a little cameo, I reckon. That would be awesome of having Batfleck back, but but then that means uh, Jared Leto. It's Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah. And please, please don't do the Killing Joke. I do not want to see the Killing Joke. I want to see Barbara Gordon just doing her own thing. Yes. No Oracle in this, please. No, no, no. no. We're not going to earn that yet. Not for a long time. You know, but you know, it's it's the it's the it's the weird weird DCU. Of ha- of having um, Superman's death in his second movie, so I know I complained about that when we talked about this yeah, the so, other day because it's just so frustrating. Yeah, so you know it's probably going to be a fucking uh, a mid credit scene. It's like you see the Joker in his Hawaiian shirt with the camera, the camera and, and, yeah. and everything. It's like ah, I know what you're alluding <sighs> to, and oh, is this number two? Is it you're going to do the Killing Joke? No. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's all speculation. We haven't even got a trailer yet, so... We don't know. No, we don't know, and we hope not. And but we, we really hope not. But I'm really looking forward to this, because, you know, Barbara Gordon is awesome. Yes, She's an she awesome is. character in the she, in the Batman mythos. She's fantastic. Yes. Bat-tastic, even. <laughs> oh, I like oh. that. Um, so, that means... Okay, I'm trying trying to think of the um, timeline here. So that so that means, considering this is uh, Dick Grayson, is is probably already uh, is it... Batwing, uh, Nightwing. Nightwing, not Batwing, Nightwing, uh, Nightwing, Nightwing, yeah, yeah, Nightwing. So, ooh, so you could have a love story between them. Ooh. ooh, because they're always like on and off and and mm. and, and um. And, uh, yeah, so, and the other Robin's already dead, so, I don't know, probably a string of the, um, the Bat Family movies is pro- would probably be cool, because you can bring back, um, bring back that particular Robin that's alluded to, to the death, as, uh, Red Hood, so, mm. that'd, that'd be awesome if they just do the, the, the Batman, uh, sidekick movies without Batman. That'd be cool. It would be nice if they could actually earn the Red Hood storyline, because I would love to see that in the cinema, like well, live action. Oh, yeah, true. But I, it'll I was... be hard to top the animated film, though, because it's pretty good. Yeah, true, true. Uh, I mean, yeah, that that was awesome, too. I, I was thinking, well, we've already got Rachel Ghoul, and I thought, oh, mm. sorry, wrong Batman. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. Whoops. Um, Whoopsie-daisy. But, you know, that'd be cool. Okay. That's it from me. That's it from you. Yeah. All right, cool. I, lo- I love me Batman. Yeah, we and do. And I love me Batman foes as well. Yes, yes. Exciting things to come. Okay, uh, in some Doctor Who news. Who? 
not only was there a trailer for the upcoming season released during the week. Yay. Um, we had an announcement officially that Jodie Whittaker and Chris Chibnall are exiting the show. No. Next year, which is... <laughs> Disappointing to hear, uh, but apparently they'd only planned to come in and do three seasons. Uh, three and years, really. Three yeah. years, and and then uh, and then move on to other projects. And uh, time to pass over the TARDIS, the keys of the TARDIS, if you will. Um, Look at you, you, you fake hoobie. I know. <laughs> the keys to the TARDIS. The keys to the TARDIS. I am winging it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're night-winging it. I'm night-winging it. Apparently, um, in... I don't know if this is an Australian autumn or an American autumn. Actually, no. Americans say fall. So if it says autumn, it's Australia. Um, <laughs> or British. Or British. True. Um, okay, so it could be... Anyway. Autumn 2022, according to this article I have here, uh, there will be a trio of special episodes that will air, uh, which the BBC describes... Um, the finale in particular as an epic blockbuster special. So it's sort of um, what they did uh, the last the last couple of episodes of David Tennant. Because they only did like a couple of... Se- uh, his last season, quote-unquote, was just a couple of, se- uh, couple of uh, specials. specials. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. That's interesting. Uh, Jodie Whittaker says, My heart is so full of love for this show, uh, for the team who make it, for the fans who watch it, and for what it has brought to my life. And I cannot thank Chris enough for tr- entrusting me with his incredible stories. We knew that we wanted to ride this wave side by side and pass on the baton together. So here we are, weeks away from rapping on the best job I have ever had. I don't think I'll ever be able to express what this role has given me. I will carry the Doctor and the lessons I've learnt forever. Very sweet statement from Jodie Whittaker. That's yeah. really, really nice. Fulia, how are you feeling about the departure of, of the 13th Doctor? Oh, I'm sad. We could have had her for another season. I would have enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> she was. She's a really She's a really good iteration of the Doctor, to be honest. Um, and as a new Whovian... Um, I'm really, I'm re- I was really enjoying her performance, so it's going to be sad to see her go. Mm. But it's also exciting to see who we get next. Yeah. What the regeneration is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> who will it be? Who let the, let be? the will, will speculation cont- begin. Yeah. We'll Every cont- time it's Taylor Swinton. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, no, Tilda Swinton as the Doctor, please. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I know, I know, it would never happen, but she would be so good. Anyway, well, yeah, we go I was on. just saying, like, will it be another female to continue on? Will they go back to male? Who knows? Um, will it be an alligator? Will it be will a dog? Be, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Funny enough, Richard E. Grant has already played the Doctor. That's true. In, in Remind me in what again? Uh, he Well, technically he played it twice. It, it was an iteration of the ninth Doctor, like right before um, the new season started. Mm. And also he played the Doctor in the comic relief uh, episode that was, ri- that was written by Stephen Moffat. Um, ah, uh, I can't cool. remember what what year but there was actually like a string of doctors because he kept on regenerating uh, <laughs> because it's an easy way to get like cameos for from, from famous stars that's cool like the first one was rowan atkinson ah. and he turned into richard e grant who also turned into um uh, jim broadbent <laughs> and jim broadbent turned into uh 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 ooh. um oh uh shit <laughs> 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 fucking nothing hell 
Oh, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Uh, Hugh Grant, and then Hugh Grant turned into uh, Joanna Lovely. Oh, cool. So, technically, that's the first female. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yes. <laughs> no, it's cool. So, anyway, so, sorry. Uh, no, no, that's all right. I, I think that... That was it for you? That was pretty much yeah. it for me. I'm excited for the new the journey of the Doctor to regenerate to someone else, but sad to see Jodie leave. Yeah. Because she was awesome. That sucks. She is awesome. Yeah, she is cool. I mean, I don't. You, everyone knows I don't. I don't watch the show, but um, the the things that I've I've kind of taken in at, from an outsider's perspective, she seems to be really awesome. Yeah, and I like her whole aesthetic. She's got going on too. Mike, well, you you are the the big big Hoovian on it, on the show. Yes, yes. Classic. It's Hoovian. a shame that we can't, can't talk about it each week like like Marvel, but you know, <laughs> news of it is just far in between, and 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 I like it like that. <clears throat> Oh, excuse me. Uh, and I like it like that. You know, Doctor Who has always been a niche sort of thing to like. Um, it's always just been there. And it's and the, and the string of popularity is either, it's like fucking huge or it's just, yeah, it's okay. It's just poddling along. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, yeah, this sort of iteration because of COVID and also, uh, and also, um, like the different showrunner is sort of poddling along at the same time. Like I love jo- Jody as as the Doctor. Um, you know, yeah, haven't uh, I don't like picking favorites, but but you know, she's like she's okay, and she's uh, she she does it quite quite well. I mean, I didn't really like Matt Smith at the start, <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's only like re- recent years that, that I go back. It's like yeah, I can see see what they were trying to do here. It's like. Yeah, I wouldn't do it like that, but you know, it's not for me. But but I don't. Uh, I rarely sort of criticise Doctor Who because I know fucking far too much of it to say, "Oh, this is fucking ruining Doctor Who forever." It's like, bitch, you don't know anything about Doctor Who. <laughs> You've never been there for the Pip and Joanne Baker years. Like they're fucking aw- awful fucking <laughs> TV episodes. It's like, Tamarani was fucking awful, and I know I'm probably alienating so many people who don't know anything about Doctor Who. It's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, uh, anyway, and Love it. this is just going out to the people. It's like, oh, uh, Chris Chitnall totally ruined Doctor Who. It's like, bitch, it's going to last longer than than the fuck, than what's happening right here. It's going to last until like 100 years. It's more more than 100 years. It's the fucking Rick and Morty meme. It's like, 100 years, 100 years, Rick and Morty. <laughs> It's gonna last for yeah. it's gonna last forever because forever. because there there is no sort of reboot or even revamp. It just basically re re regenerates itself every yeah. time there's a doc, Doctor Who, uh, and yeah. So it, it's it's something that you don't really like go from the start to 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 the end if you want to be a completionist. It, it's sort of like different episodic stories. So you just jump in when it, where whenever. And you sort of pick it up as you go go along. I mean, I've been doing that for majority of my life with Doctor Who, and yeah, it it, it will be a shame. Now here here is an nitty gritty. Uh, there is talk that uh, Chris Chipnell didn't really wanted to do Doctor Who in the first place. Oh. So, uh, but he he liked Doctor Who as a kid, and uh, and it definitely sh- shows that he sort of knows what what he's doing. But the sort of take that they were doing is is very out there, and it's very it's very not Doctor Who. If if quote unquote what is Doctor Who, 
It, it can be anything. It, it's fucking fucking anything. It's it, it it deals with time travel. I mean, and and, you, and if you're trying to find continuity in this show, you're not. You you're gonna fucking pull your hair out because <laughs> there's like two. It's like three different stories about about um uh, the. Oh, I can't remember. It's it's like three different episodes, three different sort of stories about the Titanic, and oh really? It's like the Doctor has always been at the Titanic. <laughs> it's like in every iteration. <laughs> that, wow. It's like that sort sort of thing. It's like it's not really a constant thing. So, and my biggest concern of even the showrunner leaving at at this present time is. Who's going to be showrunner? Because mm. um, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but a lot the, there's there's no real love to be the showrunner for this particular show. Yeah, because uh, because the BBC is a bit like our, is a bit like our ABC or uh, or even America's CBS or or anything. I think CBS like the public broadcaster like P- this pbs pbs like there's not much um, money in it no and trying to do that with a shoestring budget of something that's really really popular overseas as well yeah is pretty fucking difficult and you're actually and and you have to deal with the bbc as well that they don't want it don't want it to be too big they can't really like get like 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 um cameos like you have like you at least amount of cameos in it uh, and it, it's really hard. It, you need to be a particular sort of person to actually like run this particular ship. And unfortunately, there are not many people are willing to do this. Like as I said, they were try they they were trying to find someone, and even and Chris Chipnell were, came off Broadchurch as well. Yeah, well, yeah. It's like that was huge. Yeah, and. It's like, hey, do you want to do this? It's like, oh, I don't know. It's like, well, do uh, please do it because no one else is going to do it. And I'm really, I'm really concerned that it's probably going to stop. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I am absolutely, I'm actually concerned that it's probably going to stop because no, because if they can't find a show around it, 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 it can't happen. No. And you know, Doctor Who has been on a hiatus before. True. But the last hiatus was like 15 fucking years. Yeah. So. <laughs> And and I'm also concerned because the 60th anniversary is coming up in 2023. Yeah. So whoever is going to be showrunner has to be thinking about the 60th anniversary as well. Yeah. <laughs> Especially how after how well the the 50th was handled, right? It like, was okay. Okay. The, okay. At the time, I okay. mean, a, a lot of people a lot of people have issues of that one. But, oh, okay. Fair enough. But it was okay at the time. Right. And looking back at it, it's like well. It was a good little story, and it was a good little tie-up of uh, the uh, the time war as well, and especially when you introduce a character who is uh, a different iteration of the Doctor. And I'm talking really nerdy shit here, but but it's really cool to get John Hurt to be, be playing the Doctor. I yeah. mean, I, I think it's fucking good. I mean, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, bring back the Valia," just like, no, nah, it's not going to happen uh, because because unfortunately, the do- uh, Doctor Who is actually written as. Um, like like the old stuff, uh, everything is copyrighted to the per- person who actually writes the show. So oh. getting getting um, characters back is pretty hard. I mean, uh, there was a time where they where they bring back um, where where they were going to bring back the Doctor uh, for Christopher Eccleston uh, 
but uh, but the big problem was they were they were finding it difficult to actually get the license to bring back the Daleks because that is because oh, wow. that is owned by the Terry Nation estate, and right. and and if they didn't sign off on it, we wouldn't get the Daleks. Yeah, right. Like ever. Wow. In this new se- season. And, yeah, so it, it, it's a bit of a fickle bunch because uh, that's why you hardly see K-9 anymore because that's because that was invented by uh, Bob Baker. Uh, and and it's really hard to get licensing from him. It's like, well, you know, there, there was the, the TV show that, that came out, like, not too long ago that was actually filmed in Australia, and it was his own thing. And you only see, like, glimpses of... of um, there's only, like, three episodes... No, there was, like, one episode where Sarah Jane came back and there was, like, a brief appearance of K-9. Yeah. Like, only one... Well, only one episode of K-9. Yeah. <laughs> and and say, like, please, can we borrow K-9 because he's so iconic? And it's like, no. Nah. <laughs> oh, party so, poopers. Yeah, so, so, essentially, Doctor Who is a weird beast where a lot of copyrights are for other people, so... You have to think of something new and different. That's so interesting. And the pro- and the problem is that it's it's either make or break with fans as well. It's like, True. oh, that was a great episode. Nah, that was a bad episode. Oh, that was a great episode. Ah, that was bad. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. Oh, the whole season's bad. Fuck it. <laughs> and you also have to cater for so many different fans, like fans of the classic series, fans of this series, and also um, you're trying to get new fans involved, and that's usually nepotism any- anyway with new generations going going out. Mm. So that was my basic rant about Doctor Who because I rarely get to talk about Doctor <laughs> Who. Very <laughs> true. Go for it. Yeah, I'm happy happy for it. So that's basically it. I'm, I'm happy that they, they, they enjoy their time uh, considering on the internet it's a fucking dumpster fire about, about Doctor Who because like the fir- first things you see is like, oh, Doctor Who's failing. It's like because it's a woman and we're not ready for a woman. And, and, and these people have been... <laughs> Been been gun honing is like oh she's only going to be one and done It's like well she got to three, and three 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 seasons of a doctor is sort of the norm. Mm. Like there was three episode three seasons of the first doctor, three seasons of the second doctor, four seasons of the third doctor, and fucking Tom Baker did fucking eleven. <laughs> yeah, it's a long time. So that's why he's like the most popular because because he was around the longest. He was around the lo- longest. And it was like in the heyday that in the seventies, Doctor Who was was sort of what's happening now. It was sort of waning in popularity until the tenth the tenth tenth anniversary came around, and it was like poof, it was, it was just, so. Every time there's a, a a anniversary one, it's just going poof. Yeah. It, it, it boost in popularity. Like you sort of like you probably haven't seen the the fiftieth episode. No, I know. Fiftieth an, anniversary episode, but that was huge. Yeah, that, I remember how I remember how big it was just in terms of like you know for being at work when it came out and everything. It was yeah. A big, it was a big deal. So please, can we kick the can down the road until the sixtieth? Yeah, retire <laughs> it. Go on a hiatus after the sixtieth. Yeah, yeah. Just go down with a high and then come back. Come back when. Come back for the seventieth. Oh, no, I don't want that. <laughs> Just don't make it a long hiatus. I think I think Doctor Who probably needs a hiatus, Consider, considering what's been happening with like. Like YouTube commentators and all that shit. Uh, I'm just, I'm just hoping they just. Fucking but then die. the annoying thing I feel like that will happen if they decide to go on a hiatus. They'll be like, well, 
Chibnall and, and Jodie really did kill Doctor Who then, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, it was a fucking double-edged sword. I mean, they were, they, they were saying, see, told you, J- Jodie was... J- Jodie's retiring because, because she was really bad. It's like, no. No, that's not what happens at she, all. She's going out in her own terms. Mm-hmm. And also the fucking stupid thing where they're complaining. It's like, oh, see, the ratings are down. It's like, yeah, on free-to-air. Yeah. On free-to-air television, of course it's going down because people aren't watching it on free-to-air. It's going down in general for everything on free-to-air. Yeah, people are watching it at their own time, at their own leisure, uh-huh. on, on their different um, different streaming services. Like, fuck, I haven't watched Do- I haven't watched Doctor Who on, on live stream since, since the fucking 2005. <laughs> ever, yeah. ever since it's like, oh, there's iView? Sweet, I can watch it anytime I need. And... <laughs> There was a time where, where they were le- uh, releasing Doctor Who at four o'clock in the morning because that's when the UK K released it. And it's like, oh, i got to wait for four o'clock in the morning. It's like, nah, it's it's already up on iTunes, already up on iView. So, mm. yeah, that's, big. that's my spiel. Love it. Thank you. That's right. That's awesome. Oh, for time. Fuck. <laughs> and that was my Doctor Who uh, fucking podcast. That was yeah, <laughs> my Doctor Who podcast. I love it. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got one more bit of news before we're gonna move on out. Oh really? Yes. <laughs> uh, but you know we're keeping it British because we're gonna be talking uh, about our first look at Amelda Staunton as Queen Elizabeth II in season five of The Crown. Um, woo! she looks the part. Um, not that any of us doubted she wouldn't, but, uh, it's a great photo that they tweeted out this week. Um, really cool to see, uh, what she's going to look like in the show. It's going to be such a, what's the, what's the right word? It's going to be an intense season, I think, because, you know, I mean, we all know how season four ended. Um, you know, we're heading into the nineties and like, you know, the three of us here, we grew up with the, this decade being our first exposure to the Royals really yeah. and to everything that was going on. Um, the, you know, the divorce of Diane Char- uh, and Charles is going to be happening. Diana's death, sadly, is coming. Goodbye, <laughs> English rules. Yeah. That's going to, yeah, that's going to be sad. Who's going to be playing Elton John? I know. I want to know that. <laughs> Elton John. <will> cameo. They'll, <laughs> use, they'll use de-aging technology from Disney and they'll, they'll put Taron Elton John in Yeah. There you go. Get Taron Egerton to play, play Candle in the Wind. That would be very good. Actually. Not a bad idea. Because he actually has been on like a couple of uh, Netflix shows as well. So it probably wouldn't be. It wouldn't be a Too stretch. far of a stretch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nice. Um, yes. And then yeah, obviously Tony Blair coming in as PM um, yeah, as Tony well. Blair. Tony Blair. Um, but yeah, lots of things afoot. And uh, yeah, really cool we get this first look. Uh, Fulia, I know you're such a fan of this show. Are you excited? I am. I am. I I can't wait to see, um, you know, uh, Imelda just crush it. Yeah, she's going to nail queen. it. It's, it's going to be so good. Oh, yep. Seeing her outside of Harry Potter is going to be so good. <laughs> <laughs> you, you haven't seen her in anything else? Not really, no. Okay. Um, I probably have. I just don't remember what they are. But the thing that sticks out for me yeah. is Harry Potter. She's a very good character actress. Like she, she kind of slips into these roles that she plays so well. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I think she's gonna do really, really well as as the queen. And 
in the crown and Oof. my gosh the stuff we're going to be seeing it, yeah it's um, full on. oh i'm not ready no that that diana death oh I'm dude not ready for that dude because the only thing i might in my own personal experience the only thing i remember about that is just seeing it on the news the first yeah. like it was like breaking news that she had died and it was an it was like it was... a vehicle accident and that's all i know i don't know the details of it I don't remember the details of it. Do you, so want, do you be... want the real story or the or the conspiracy theory? Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go there. Yeah, I'm, that's, that, just on that, it's going to be really interesting <laughs> to see what side of the story that they're going to try and portray in, mm. in The Crown okay. uh, that Peter Morgan is going to write into this show. Because he's, I mean, he's obviously quite a, a royalist, I feel. So he probably may come down on the royals uh, didn't do anything wrong, but the conspiracies say otherwise. So <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, let's just say I heard the, I think I may have heard the conspiracy side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I am excited for the new season of The Crown. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Woo. Mike, are you excited? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tell you the truth. Um, it's a really, it's a really well put together, uh, TV show. I have to admit. Mm Um, uh, being, uh, you know, being historically accurate, you know, it's much to be desired, but it, it is a good snapshot of individual, um, like, occurrences in mm-hmm. the in the royal family. And, yeah, uh, I'll probably watch it because we'll probably talk about it on the podcast, so I feel obligated to watch the TV show. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but, you know, um, uh, yeah, actors doing what they do, it's always fun. Mm. And yeah, it's sort of a love hate relationship that I have with this show. But you know, Tony Blair, fucking new Labour, neoliberal, fucking whatevs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it lo- looks pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. Uh, 90, uh, during the 90s, you know, we were, we were conscious then, so yeah. So it'll be it'll be a bit it'll be a bit of interesting, isn't it? The second last. I think season? so. Yeah. I think they're finishing with six. Yeah. So. Yeah. It will be the early two thousands. So it'll probably probably with the Gulf War, second Gulf War. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm. Give it a go. Give it a go. Give it a go. Bit of, bit of history for you. Yes. Nothing. Nothing to sort of um, hit you over the head, patriot. Not patriotic. What's the word? Propagandic. Yeah. Uh, so, so a thing. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's a thing that happened. It's like, well, can you elaborate? It's like, now nah, we're going on to the next thing. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, when is this coming out? Oh, we're not doing that yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's in our next segment. No. Oh. Um. No, we don't have a. I don't think we have a release date yet for the Crown um, season five, but. Uh. I th- I can't remember if it's this year or next year, just because of COVID. Like I know COVID did delay the filming on it. Yeah. So from memory, I think it is coming out in 2022. Um, but don't quote me on that. Um, that's just what I'm feeling, from yeah. what I remember. But it will be worth the wait whenever it does come out. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, that's nerdy news. Yeah. Done. Done and dusted. Rich. 
now, of course, means, as it always does, it's time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Hee-haw. It's trailer park time. Yes. Yes. Woo. Yes. Yes. We have a good trilogy of trailers to talk about. Yeah. This week, starting with the one that made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> You're not alone. <laughs> we got uh, after I don't know how long. Um, our, 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 well, it feels like a first look because it's been so long since the first trailer came out. But yeah. I believe this is the second trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife came out this week. And boy, oh boy, was I having feels <laughs> watching this. And I wasn't expecting to. Because, I mean, like the first Ghostbusters, I mean Ghostbusters in general, is just so rooted in my childhood. Like, so much. Um, I freaking love those movies so much and just the way in this trailer alone that they've paid homage to what you know to what Ivan Reitman and you know our beloved four uh, men did back in the day um, with those characters in this world just to see the little things throughout um, and woman and of course Annie Potts is back as we knew um, because most of the OG cast is returning in this film. But it was really cool to see a glimpse of Annie um, as Janine, uh, of course, in this trailer. Um, that that made me kind of jump for joy a little bit. Um, really, really cool. And, and yeah, like just kind of hearing them name drop Egon, because uh, like, we all knew that this was Egon's family. <laughs> um, like it wasn't hard to figure the out. Worst, uh, worst kept secret, secret for sure, especially when you know the daughter looks like that. <laughs> um, you know, granddaughter. Granddaughter. Sorry, granddaughter, cut from the same cloth. Um, Inquisitive mind. Yeah, just so really cool. Um, yeah, just I don't know. I just I loved it because it just brought me back all that nostalgia and the way that they used the, you know, their their ad. You know, like the which is a kind of a gag in the first film. Yeah. The way that they kind of the these bland line readings they're kind of giving, or like Ray's being Ray, but then the rest of them are just kind of, especially Egon, he's just like reading it matter of factly, like not putting really much effort into it. <laughs> Looking down at his mark, steps forward to his mark. Yeah. Speaks his line, looks down, goes back goes to his back. mark. Yeah, yeah. Brilliantly played. Absolutely brilliantly played. And then the, they, the fact that they use that in this trailer to kind of bring everything together um, was just so nice. It just brought me to tears because it was that. It was like seeing, like, the way that they were using the special effects reminds you of when the, you know when the, the, the protection grid gets shut off and all the ghosts come out and these, like, kind of goldy, uh, white, like, spark things that kind of trail out. Uh, it reminded me of, like, the whole Goza thing. They had, like, the dog thing yeah. coming out. Like, just... Oh, I was... Yeah, I was tearing up something shocking because I'm like, oh, my God, this is... Now I know why Jason Reitman's like, I'm making this. <laughs> and I know why this movie is finally happening. And I'm, I cannot... Cannot wait. Uh, Fulia, what are your thoughts on this trailer? I am coming into this with really, really fresh eyes because I've only seen the first film once. Mm -hmm. 
So I didn't have the emotional reaction that you guys did, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, because I don't think I ever watched it growing up. Yeah, that's right. So for me, um, I don't really have a personal connection to it. Uh, but the first film was really good, and I apparently need to at least watch the second one. Yes. So I will definitely do that before this one comes out. I am excited about it, though. It's going to be pretty cool, and it's just to see Paul Rudd in something <laughs> other than Ant-Man. <laughs> and yeah. just just seeing him be his awesome self. Absolutely. Um in, in this and it's gonna be really cool. And it's gonna be it's it's also interesting to see kid Ghostbusters actually. Well, I say kid, teenage Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. So that's gonna be an interesting concept to this story and I'm actually really, really looking forward to it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That's exciting. Like with that, um Pete and there are sort of grumblings way back when where we were just hearing about it. I was like, oh, there's going to be kid Ghostbusters? I mean, we had the original and then we had the women. Now we're, ha- now we're having kid Ghostbusters? What's going on? And, yeah, we watched it and it's like, it's, it's, it's fine. It's, it's kids doing... It, it definitely reminds me of those sort of 80s films that, that deal with sort of kids. Kids with... Um, uh, uh, like a universe that they haven't seen, so it's sort of fresh mm. eyes for audience members coming into it, and there's all it's also a nostalgia for like us kids. It sort of reminds me of the new Jumanji films, the way that they made Jumanji from a board game to a video game, yeah. but it's coming from their eyes, and because they're also teenagers, they they still go through that whole same process. So this is kind of similar to that in yeah. terms of having the teenagers go through what they did back then in terms of ghostbusting. Yeah. So yeah. I, I really hope that this movie balances nicely that thing of like, you know, uh, making sure you're satisfying the long-term lifelong fans like us. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, also pleasing the newer audiences. Yeah. You know, that aren't, that don't have that connection, you know, making it entertaining and meaningful for them in a way, in a separate way from what we'll experience mm. uh, that makes it worth watching just in general. So I'm really hoping they nail that. I reckon they will. I'm, yeah, I'm feeling yeah. very good about it. Yeah. Mike, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I cried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Supposedly I started crying when, when Paul Rudd is running out of the Walmart and, and the terror dog is like chasing after yeah, him. I know. I got it. I'm never. I'm like, why this? This is supposed to be a scary moment, and I'm like bullying. It's like fucking terrier dogs, <laughs> acting like a fu- fucking pug dog just running down a corridor, just tripping oh. itself. It's like, oh my god, I need this in my life. I know. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I think it did. I think it is going to have that sort of balance, and I think they're probably going to do it like uh, with justice, because you know we we still don't know. Because we know the OGs are, are coming back, uh, with the exception of um, Howard Ramis for very fucking obvious reasons. Sad reasons, but, yeah, yeah. very sad reasons. But, you know, it's his family, so so it's probably going to be a yeah. story behind that, and especially with the mum maybe having a, a relationship with Paul Rudd's character. Um, you know, that, that's okay. I mean, there there is a love story between um, between Venkman and... and um, and uh, uh, oh, and Banks, shit. Uh, you know, Scott, Sigourney Reaver and 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 Bill Dana. Dana, 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 Dana. 
There is no Dana. Dana. Only Zool. And what's cool is Zool is probably coming back. And it looks kind of looks like it. And Goza. Yeah, Goza. It looks like the Gozarian. Yeah, Goza, the Gozarian. And Shandor's mind. Whoa! Holy shit! <laughs> it's all connected. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. hysteria. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so good. <laughs> uh, so quotable. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking for like quotable lines. Is it? It's just going to be something enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, something whim- whimsical as well. That's why I'm sort of, I don't know, maybe enjoying enjoying more the, the kids' side, like surprisingly. Uh, I thought it was like, no, it's got to be, it's got to be a passing of the torch. It's like, you know, passing of the torch is probably, probably its own story. And if it's popular enough, maybe number two. I don't know what they're going to do for number two, but mm. I don't know. It's probably no, no, <laughs> no, nothing in the works by then. But I really, really enjoy this trailer. It's something that I needed this week. Yeah. And, oh my God. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> I know, right at the end. Yeah. Fuck! Right no. at the end. Was that, okay, was that Razor Colt then? Because that's a reference to number two. That is. That is. Yes, uh, that's what I feel. It, it was in the window and it, yeah. obviously it's backwards because yeah, it's facing it's out. Yeah, because it's facing out. But, but uh, Ray has a bookshop in the second one. In the one. second one. Yeah. Because in between, yes. in, in between uh, one and two, one and two they're, they're not Ghostbusters. Uh, they move on to other things, and I won't tell you why because you need to watch. It. I need to watch it. But Ray yeah. opens up a bookshop called Razor Cult, and he just <laughs> <Razor> Cult. <laughs> We're closed. And so good. And I saw a um, a breakdown of this trailer, and apparently he's got he's got a tattoo on his arm. Oh. Uh, Leviticus. I don't know the number. Ten. Leviticus ten, maybe. Uh, Something referencing the Bible. Uh, yeah, Bible, Bible verse. Uh, when he's talk, uh, which is a reference to the first uh, uh, Ghostbusters, where where him and Zedmore are actually on the. Is it when they're in the car on the bridge? Yeah, when they're when they're talking on the bridge. And and they're talking about Judgment Day. Yeah. Is that what that's referring? Yeah. Fucking this movie, man! I'm already <laughs> fucking. I'm gonna start crying again. <laughs> <laughs> What? Yeah, that's he, so cool. He's got he's got that tattooed on his arm. So, oh my so, God. Uh, and uh, the and and the little girl name dropped Apocalypse, which is she all, did because originally the third Ghostbusters movie it, um, when they were trying to make it was going to be Ghostbusters Apocalypse. So, right, okay, could that mean they are probably starting the apocalypse? Maybe. Maybe this is gonna gonna end with that the could, apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. So that could explain why maybe they're bringing back certain villains from past films. Yeah, May, poss- maybe. Possibly. I mean, because Goza was always about kind of world ending. The stuff. destruction of uh, of the world. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, in the um, breakdown <laughs> where. <laughs> Uh, we need to watch this breakdown. Yeah, they're, they're uh, new rock stars. That's okay. always good. Thank you. Um, where they also also reference in in the shot where they're watching the Ghostbusters ad in the recommendations. Uh, there's actually a video of um, uh, they they do a list of um, uh, a recommendations of different sort of uh, YouTube things uh, about. Uh, about uh, like proton packs and all that, uh, and one particular one is probably the uh, was the um, 
the thumbnail is actually the uh, video of when Adam Savage actually was showing his proton pack. Oh. So, so, so maybe there's a cameo of Adam Savage. Ooh. 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 Uh, Fully is suddenly more excited. Yep. Because <laughs> that that would be cool if they if they could do that. Because in the first one there was like a huge, it, it was like cameos of of different um uh uh ooh uh, ooh different celebrities. <laughs> uh, um, not celebrities, but but different newscasters as well. Because because oh, okay. yeah, it was like had, Larry King. Had and, Larry King, and they had Casey Kasem. Uh, and... Casey Kasem's Star Forty. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the countdown. <laughs> a bunch of lovely ladies just da- dancing rumba. Yeah. <laughs> Man, if Adam Savage is in this film, I reckon he would have gone nuts about it because it's like he's one of his favorite films. Is and, it? Yeah. Oh, cool. The fact that he's made, you know, outfit, you know, costumes. He's and done stuff. the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So he's really invested in that sort of stuff. And nice. So, if he's in it, he would have been fanboying. Be like fucking when Stephen Colbert was in The Hobbit. Yeah, <laughs> similar kind of levels. Probably. Probably. That's uh, that's awesome. And it also does remind me of um, the epic rap battles of history. Epic rap battles. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> where, where they did Ghostbusters versus Mythbusters. Oh, did they really? <laughs> they did. Oh shit! Oh no! I need to watch that. <laughs> you you build a laser grid with no safety switch. Walter Peck was right. That's some shady shit. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> yes, so it's true. This man has no dick. This man has no dick. <laughs> it's a fact. Proton packs don't re- no proton charges don't react like that. <laughs> <laughs> and shit like that. That's so good. I need to watch that now. That's yeah, fantastic. It, that, yeah, that is, that one is a good one. Fucking winning. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so when are we watching this? Uh, we're going to be watching the shit out of Ghostbusters Afterlife when it drops in cinemas right in time for Christmas on the 2nd of December. Ooh. December is for Christmas. December is going to be a good month. Just, yeah. just saying. Call it faith. Call it luck. Call it <laughs> karma. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we're here for a reason. <laughs> Too much quotes. Yeah, too, too many quotes. quotes. Going over my head. It's alright. It's, it's okay. <laughs> we'll we'll just we'll just drill it into. You just you. have to watch it like five hundred fucking we've got, times. <laughs> we've got four months. We've got four months to literally sit you down, Clockwork Orange style, and just fucking feed you Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Yes. We have two more trailers to talk about, of course. And our next trailer um, was a big one this week because it is our first look at Ridley Scott's next... Another Ridley Scott film. He's got two big films coming out this year. Yeah. Ridley Scott's other film coming out this year, House of Gucci. Um, Gucci Mama. Gucci Mama. This was a kind of a, a good teaser trailer, I think, just in terms of the fact that I don't really know anything about the people behind Gucci Mm. um, and the history there and the family uh, and the interweaving, you know, relationships and people involved and the the true crime aspect of it. I really don't know anything about it. So I'm kind of going in blind with that, which I'm excited about. Um, And I, I really do think the main point of this trailer was probably just to show us how many fucking... A, like A-listers are just yes. in this thing, yes. right? Um, you know, we've got Lady Gaga as our lead, which I'm super excited about because I'm a big fan of hers and 
I thought she was wonderful in A Star Is Born, so I'm really excited to see her do something completely different uh, and return to acting. Really um, great. Yeah, and especially because she is Italian yeah. herself, to see her playing an Italian woman uh, is just awesome. Really, really love that. Adam Driver, of course. We're, yeah. we're big fans of Adam on this podcast. Very good. Very, very good. Looking forward to seeing him uh, as well. Um, the one that just threw me for six this week, ladies and gentlemen, was Jared Leto's in this movie. A lot but, of people but, had the same. But you thought. wouldn't know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he's unrecognizable. Yep. Um, yeah, even when he's talking, like they're yeah. all they're all in the putting on their Italian accents and everything. Um, I think he has some Italian. I know he's got some European, like well, Leto. Leto, I think it is kind of either French or Spanish or Italian. It's some. It's one yeah. of those. Yeah. I, it kind of derived from from that. Um, I think, but yeah, but no, he's done. They've done him up in this all this uh, prosthetic makeup um, that looks really really good. Because he, he, they have no idea it's him. Like, and I, but the and the the other thing though about it I find interesting is the fact that I don't know if he put on weight for the role or he's in a fat suit because Jared's similar to Christian Bale in the fact that he will yeah. he will drop weight or gain weight for a part. My money is on a fat suit because I follow him on Instagram and everything because I'm a big fan of his. I have I don't see any photos of him looking overweight recently, <laughs> and especially considering when he played. Mark David Chapman, uh, the the man who shot John Lennon, yeah, in chapter twenty seven, he ended up um, like he gained so much weight so fast, he got gout, and they had like an EKG machine on on set because he was having like palpitations real bad, oh. like health problems that that still kind of plague him, mm. like over ten years later. So I think he it's a fat suit. That's my that's my educated guess. Regardless, but yeah, he, he yeah. So I'm excited to see him in something I've never like. Never seen him in any kind of role like this. Uh, Al Pacino's in this movie as well. Yes. Love love some Al Pacino. Um, Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. Queen Selma. Doing her thing. Yeah. It just, it's just, yeah, an all-star cast. Um, Oscar. Jeremy Os- Irons. Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Oh, my God. Legends. They're all legends. They're all Oscar nominees or they're all... They're all Oscar winners, like all of them. So it's just, yeah, it's super exciting. And I'm really, really here f- for a, um, you know, a movie based on something that actually happened. I love, I always say I love that kind of stuff, and I really do. Uh, and so I'd be curious to see how well it's received, how good it actually is, and if there are any Oscar nominations out of this one. Because oh, it, no, fucking doubt. It is coming out <laughs> in that the beginning of Oscar season in terms of the movies, so yeah. I'd imagine it would be in contention for something. But anyway, um, yeah, I thought it was yeah, it was a good tease, a good kind of overall look without telling us too much about the story but giving us just enough to go, ooh, ooh, what's this? What's mm. happening here? Um, yeah, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Fulia, what, what are you thinking about House of Gucci? I am very intrigued about this particular film. Now, I'm no fashionista. I don't really know too much about the labels and the brands and all that sort of stuff. I'm an average person. (laughs) (laughs) Average person with average needs. I go to Kmart for my clothing. Um, (laughs) And there is nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. No. So do I. (laughs) I'm old school. I go to fussies. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I I am really intrigued to know because there's always something happening in the fashion industry. And this is no exception about 
this whole situation, I, I hear about these things in the news. Yeah, and but yeah. I don't know the full details about it. So this will be a really interesting, you know, story um, for people to see what actually happened. Mm. In, well, in a dramatized way, I suppose. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that's really intriguing me is that, yeah, most of these actors are putting on Italian accents. Adam Driver. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen him in anything like this. No. So this is going to be really, really, really cool to see him play the main man, Maurizio Gucci. Like, oh, that's going to be interesting. And mm. I can't wait to see more of Lady Gaga as well. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she's Italian makes sense. Yes. <laughs> have her in this kind, of, uh, this kind of movie. Good casting. Yes, very much so. Um, and yeah, Jared Leto, man. Far out. <laughs> Could not. Recognizing no, at all. No, not at all. So insane. That's gonna be an interesting one to see as well. So mm. yeah, nah. Really looking forward to this. Nice. <laughs> yes. Nice. <laughs> Mike, what do you reckon? You're looking forward to this. You're looking forward to this. I know it's probably a good film because my wife is really looking forward to this. <laughs> <laughs> because she knows the story of probably what's going to happen in this, and I've told her. Don't tell me. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a good reversal where I just fucking know everything, and 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 it's a good, it will be a good date night, date night uh, movie, I reckon, because uh, you know she loves Lady Gaga, she she loves Jared Leto. I don't know why, but hey, <laughs> well come on, <laughs> gaining weight to play an overweight person, it's called acting. Why don't you try it? Uh, <laughs> He he has, and he's got an Oscar for his efforts. Yeah, fucking method acting. <laughs> it's called it's called acting because after you do it, you just let it go. Let it go. You don't you don't need that fucking baggage for the rest of your life. And yeah, I don't look. I, I to be you honest, got I don't. Ha-ha. I, yeah, I kind of don't. Yeah, I love him so much, but yeah, the whole some some people take the method thing a bit too far. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Daniel Day-Lewis, I mean, he's just annoying for a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, <laughs> but there you go. There you go. Um, but anyway. yeah, Al Pacino, Jeremy Irons, fuck! It's going to be a good film. Mm. And uh, Adam Driver, is, and, and my wife says, who's Adam Driver? It's like, he's in movies that you have never seen. Yeah. <laughs> what, she's Did, never seen Marriage Story? I was going to say, she didn't, she didn't watch Marriage Story? That feels like sa- right up Sammy's alley. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I'm saving it for a good day. Um, probably Valentine's Day. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> I mean... Is that... Oh, no, I'm not even going to make jokes. No. I haven't seen the movie, but is there a child's death in that? In Mary's story, no. Yeah. No, it's just a divorce. It's, yeah. about, it's a very rough divorce. Yeah, I know, I, I know it's a divorce, but... And there's a kid caught between... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a Kramer versus Kramer, but oh, okay, m- yeah. modern day. Yeah. Sort of. Oh, that's right, because, you know... Very weird. Trying to stay away from that shit at the moment. No, that's fair. You don't Is that. my wife's pregnant? And, um, yeah, and she she's also not a big fan of Laura Dern. I do not know why. Ah. She's only... She's only... I, I don't know. She's only seen her in two movies, and she didn't like her in it. What, Jurassic Park and Jurassic Park No, 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 no. She, I don't think she probably... Realizes that's Laura Dern, but <laughs> but she she's uh, seen her in I Am Sam, where she's oh yeah, she's not very likable. Yes, one. and she's also in the founder as well. Yeah, she is. I can't remember who she plays uh, though. His ex-wife, 
Well, oh. soon to be ex-wife. Yeah, okay. Because they sort of made her out to be like this boring person. And so so he divorces her to go to go with uh, Velma from Scooby-Doo. Um, yes, yeah. that's right. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Sorry, I've only seen that one once and it was a while ago. Yeah, so that that's the reason why she has, she has it out Fair for enough. Laura Dern. It's like, she just doesn't like her characters. Well, she's doing something right with her acting then, I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on! No! Don't be like that. Don't be like that. Jurassic Park! Fucking the most awesome death in Star Wars fucking history. Very <sighs> true. Yeah, yeah. Very true. Her character? Yeah, okay. <laughs> could, have been, could have been someone else. Could have been someone else, but... but... It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Still, fuck. It's awesome. Still the, fa- it's still the best thing about Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Oh, another <laughs> bit. Let's let's not go into it. That is, that's a whole other podcast, I think. Yeah, as a standalone Star Wars film, it's pretty cool, but not as part of the canon. No, not as a, uh, not as a connected piece. Anyway, but you know, that's why you got the Bad Batch to sort of patch things up. Yeah, <laughs> Bad Batch will patch those bad things. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't work. Yeah, I tried. Anyway, go on. They're going to explain about the cloning. I reckon. Uh, maybe Ooh. a little bit of spoiler, maybe. Oh, don't no, know. don't say anything. House of Gucci, Mike. Uh, House of Gucci, gold leader. You know, fucking Gucci. Uh, yeah, I've got Gucci coming out of my ears. I, <laughs> I know it as a brand. I don't have any because I don't have fucking handbags, Ugh. or anything Gucci really. No, neither do any yeah. of us. I usually go to Bali and get my knockoff Gucci stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know about Gucci. What about you, Kendall? Do you know about Gucci? Not really. The only thing I know about Gucci is uh, Jared Leto is actually, like, really good mates with, like, the main dude who's involved with Gucci now. Oh. Some guy, he, I think his name's, like, Alessandro or something or other. Um, but I've, yeah, they went to the Met Gala together and everything. <laughs> I was, and, yeah, it was him... Jared and Lana Del Rey. Oh, it's yeah. like a trilogy, three piece. Also, I I know Gucci because Tom Hiddleston did a campaign for them once. Oh. And there was a time when you could walk down Collins Street in the CBD and and past the Gucci store, and there's just this giant picture of Tom Hiddleston lying on a couch in a suit. Yeah. And me passed out on the on the sidewalk <laughs> because <laughs> damn. <laughs> That was a good time. Anyway, that's 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 what I know about Gucci. He <laughs> made you all Gucci. He made me all Gucci. <laughs> so yeah, that probably explains why he's actually in this movie because they they would have to actually have permission from the Gucci estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon that's definitely part of the reason why Jared's in this movie. Yeah, because yeah. I was thinking anyone could play that character. Yeah, it didn't someone ha- who it didn't... actually would look like him. Yeah, they, it didn't have to be Jared Leto. Even, even, um... But I'm glad it is, because I, yeah. like, I like him, so... For some reason, I'm thinking of, uh... Oh, who's that character? He, he's the bad guy from... No. Uh, never mind. Never mind. It'll come back to you. Brain fart. Meanwhile, I like farting. Meanwhile, no. Farts. No. Meanwhile, let's just say... Big farts. ...that House of Gucci will be in cinemas on the 25th of November. Yay. Yes. Yes, the week before Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to collect all the money. All of the monetary things. All right, one more trailer, guys, to talk about. Um, another true story. 
this. Wait, um, ghost masters is a true story. What are you talking about? <laughs> I wish. Uh, well, not really, ghosts. Are, I don't want ghosts being real. <laughs> Uh, again, that's another whole whole other podcast. Um, we got our first look at uh, the upcoming film King Richard this week. Uh, don't be fooled by the title, because this is about uh, a different kind of king, um, Richard Williams, who, if you don't know, uh, is the father of Venus and Serena, um, two of the greatest tennis players of all time, male or female. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this is basically a, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't know if you call it a biopic sort of thing, but it's just kind of a, a, a sort of semi-biographical, like based on a true story about the, you know, kind of Venus and Serena's upbringing with, uh, Rich, their father, Richard is the focus played awesomely, if I might say so by Will Smith. Yes. Been a while since we've seen him kind of in a role where he's not himself, if you know what I mean. He's like, you hire Will Smith to be Will Smith, right? But this is kind of more in his dramatic range of like Ali and the pursuit of happiness and yeah. and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so I would not be surprised if there's an Oscar nomination out of this one for him. Because I'm loving what he's doing in this trailer. Uh, really, really cool. I mean, the only thing about the trailer is it probably shows too much, or a lot at least. But it doesn't ruin, I don't think it ruins anything for me, especially because it's not like a, you know, do they survive or how do they end up sort of thing. Because we know, like, yeah. obviously very clearly we know, yeah. um, you know, what what happened. I The only thing I, I thought was cool that I didn't know is that there's like all these other Williams siblings that I didn't realize existed. Yeah, there, there is, yeah. I didn't realize there was a whole big, big family um, behind, behind Venus and Serena. Um, so that's cool. So, but yeah, like, I don't know, I think it's going to be a really, really cool portrait of, of the Williams family and, um, the, the things they had to overcome to get to the places they ended up, um, and their kind of greatness through the eyes of their father and stuff. Like I just, yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be really good. Looks, looks awesome. Mm. Um, Fulia, what do you reckon? So yeah, this will be really, really good. Um, I do like watching the tennis myself. Yeah. I've even worked at the tennis for a few years. Yeah. Um, and being able to see, you know, these amazing athletes, you know, do their thing and, you know, win their championships and stuff like that is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, to see how the Williams sisters ended up becoming the legends that they are mm-hmm. in tennis history um, is going to be really, really cool. Yeah. And just... The fact that we are getting it from the eyes of the father's side. Like yeah. the story of how the dad encouraged them to play tennis, to yeah. become these champions. Yeah. Um, it's it's really cool to see. And I'm, I'm really, really interested in finding out their story. Um, nice. From, you know, f- from... You know, as a child, and the parent, yeah. especially one of the lines that um that Rit that Richard says that um he started planning their careers before they were even born. Yeah, which was kind of creepy, but also <laughs> interesting at the same time, because he was he, apparently he was really adamant that they want they had to be tennis players. Yeah, um, which I really want to know the reasoning. Yeah, um, because yeah, appa- and because apparently nobody wanted to listen to him, so they thought 
well, let's see how the daughters go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And Will Smith, man, like, he he's great as a comedic actor, but when he does dramatic roles like this, he goes all the way, and it's yeah. so good to see. He's Very impressive. Sort of his variety in acting. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can see that he can do it. Yeah. Um, but just most of the times, a lot of a lot of casting directors prefer to find use him in more comedic roles, which is still fine because he's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but him in a dramatic role in a dramatic role is actually really really cool as well. So I am definitely looking forward to this Woo. this week's trailer park. Three out of three for I me. I know, right? <laughs> we did well this week. Yes. <laughs> Very freaking well, Mike. What, what are you What are you thinking about the trailer for King Richard? Yeah, I find this very, very interesting because it, it's not like um, any other like biopic. Because usually you focus more on the um, actual well-known like people, and I, I do find it interesting that they're uh, so, solely focused on on uh, the uh, on their father and. Maybe the story is a bit more interesting. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Yeah. So so I I reckon yeah go for it. I actually quite quite like this like this um, this sort of take with a biopic. It's like it's not necessarily the main fo- focus of of the ma- of uh, the well known. It's the the people who actually brought them up. Mm. And that that would be kind of cool cool if they if they do do that more. Yeah. Like if you think. If you think about, um, if you, especially with sporting personalities, like, yeah, I don't know shit about sport because you know I'm a fucking arty farty bullshit artist. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and I think it's kind of cool that you know the arty farty world actually you know celebrates the sporting icons by playing them, and and so mm-hmm. so we have the last laugh. <laughs> Damn straight. Yeah, so I, I I'm really looking forward to this, and um, I don't know. Uh, I've I do enjoy like Will Smith's sort of um, dramatic roles, but I I haven't seen many of them because you know if I'm gonna watch a Will Smith movie, I, I watch it for Will Smith. You know, fucking Welcome to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> But but I I, I think um, any actor who gets like their acting uh, gets gets a decent pe- piece of meat. I think I think he'll probably act the fucking hell out of this. And I think yeah. it's fucking awesome. And and being a story about a father is like you know fuck I can relate to that shit. And it'll 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 be it'll be good for me if uh, if I'm gonna force my my kids to be in fucking the Olympics in two thousand and thirty four. <laughs> in Brisbane, so you know. yeah, th- thirty-two. Thirty-two. Okay, I was close. By <laughs> uh, by a uh, a Winter Olympic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> very very well said. So, Kendall. Yes. When are we gonna be watching uh, uh, King Richard the <laughs> Third? The first. Oh, the first. King Richard of the Williams clan. Uh, will be released in cinemas in the US on the 19th of November. Ooh. No release date here just yet, but I'm sure there will be one. But if you're, if you're our friends listening in the United States, hello. Hello. You can go watch it on the 19th of November. I want to make this joke right now. Yeah. A cinema, a cinema, 
My Kingdom for a cinema. Yeah. 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 Yes. Bit of the arty farty coming out right now. Shakespeare, motherfucker. Do you speak it? <laughs> Dost thou speak it? Yeah. Speak it well. Speak high and mighty. Speak. Thou art a smelly drain. Speaking of. Yes. Speaking. Speaking of. Speaking. 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 I missed your segue went over my head. Um, but, Wasn't much of a segue, but anyway. But I, 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 I acknowledge the effort, so thank you. Woo. You're welcome. <laughs> because that's the end of Trailer Park, which means it's now time for the moment, the segment, the section, the part of the show that we like to call. What is this pop? culture thing I'm not yeah. sure what that is shouldn't yeah. it be pop culture why are we putting in the corn because popcorn <laughs> is delicious <laughs> and it's culture yeah, I'm being a variant of myself <laughs> which is I like know, it which is really cute because I like it because it's popcorn culture time and our discussion topic we're still Coming down from our Loki high. Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> um, so we have a, a definite Loki uh, related question, but something not exactly what you might think. But we thought it might be fun to discuss um, what variants of ourselves would we like to see or meet if we could. Um, yeah. Interesting. Exciting, a fun question, if I do say so. Um, so for me, I would really like to meet, uh, like for fun, I would really like to meet like a kind of a supernatural variant of me. So me as either a vampire or a, or, <laughs> or a witch would be cool. Someone badass and powerful. Or a witch vampire. Or a witch vampire. A witch pyre. <laughs> a spire. A spire. Um, a spider vampire. Oh no, oh, no. that's too far. I'm a rac- <laughs> okay, well that part of me would have to be arachnophobic then. So. <laughs> I guess I won't be hooking up with that variant of myself then if there's any spiders involved. Um, a bit like uh, JR. Uh, Rick and Morty. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How'd you go with that? <laughs> Spiders. Spiders. Not good. <laughs> no. Anyway. No. It's alright. He only eats turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Wait. Okay. Now my brain has light bulbed. Yes. You're talking about fucking J. J. Edgar Hoover, right? Was it J. Edgar Hoover? Oh no. It was Roosevelt. 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 President Roosevelt. That was a fucking spider <laughs> in Rick and Morty this week. He was in this underground lair eating turkeys. Yeah, he's a... long story for you. Long story. Very long story. It was great. Anyway, but we got there. the variant you want to. We got we got there in the end. Yeah, I was I was okay. Um, yeah, so I know I would really really love to meet a version of me that's kind of. You know, from a universe where like magic exists or supernatural stuff exists, mm. just just uh, just kind of, I don't know, someone completely different uh, in that in that aspect, someone with supernatural abilities, it would be really cool. Um, by the same token, sort of uh, a more realistic version 
of me, I would like to meet a version of me that's like not afraid of things, like a bit more fearless, because I find that brave. When, yeah, brave, a braver version of myself. Bold. Not, not, not yeah, maybe bold, brave and bold, um, <laughs> if you will. What about be no? No. <laughs> No, they're ugly as fuck. Um, <laughs> Don't make me choke on no, my own. No, sorry, speech. sorry. Um, no, well, yeah, I mean, I... Uh, let's say it's a flaw of myself, but, like, you know, sometimes I, I wish I'd, I'd live a bit more fearlessly or, like, you know, like, I won't go on certain rides because I'm afraid of this or the fact that I'm definitely afraid of getting on planes. Like, I hate that so much. Like, so if I could meet a version of myself... That's like totally chill and not, you know, not having this anxiety or not having, or not being afraid to do things and go places and see things and talk to people, you know, someone who's, yeah, brave, braver than myself. Not to say that I'm not brave, but you know, just yeah. in certain areas. So, and then maybe we could bond and like, you know, figure our shit out. <laughs> they could, we, they could impart some wisdom upon me to go, look, this is how my life turned out. And, like, it would be interesting to see and, like, talk to someone, like, a version of yourself that's different in that way, whether or not they have a better life than you because of the choices they've made, because they're braver, quote-unquote. So that would be interesting because their life may not necessarily be better mm. for that reason, which is something that's kind of cool to think about, I think. Um, and then I would say another version of me... Um, one where I'm married to Tom Hiddleston. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> no. no, no, no. He's um, already married. He's not married. No, in the variant. In the variant, in that variant universe, yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. To my variant. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, uh, my last, last variant I would like to meet, I would, just because I love them so much, I would love to meet a cat version of myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just because I, th I thought about what animal, because, you know, we got, we got Loki Gator, during the series, so we know that different animals, different species are possible for, yeah. ver for versions of ourselves. I think a cat, I love cats, so I would just love to see what a cat, me as a cat, would look like. As an actual cat or an animophilic, whatever that word is. <laughs> like, a, a, like an anim, anim, animagus from Harry Potter sort uh, of thing. Or do, what, do you, or an, what do you mean? Like, like, like uh, a cat person. Um, Oh, like, 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 like Hermione would be here becoming a cat because of the cat hair and the polyjuice potion. You know, I was about to reference cats. Oh, yeah, cats. I was and, thinking, that. and then gouge my eyes out because I remembered the movie. <laughs> um, I, I, I was thinking Bojack Horseman sort of thing. Oh, no. No, I don't mean like that. I literally mean as a... As a cat. As a cat, as a feline. Just so the like way... Loki is the alligator. Just, just yeah. like Loki Gator is an actual alligator. Yeah. Me... As a as an actual cat, a cat with glasses. <laughs> yes, <laughs> le chat noir. Um, <laughs> yes, no, just because I thought that might be a bit of fun, um, and I would love to see how curly its hair would be, <laughs> just how wild. You'd be a very ginger kitty. I would. I feel. Yeah, I feel like I'd be a really wild ginger cat. <laughs> that sounds. That sounds about right. Yeah. 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 Long hair like a labradoodle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But on a cat. But on a cat. There's <laughs> an image for you. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much my thoughts on my variants. Mm. Fulia, I would love to know what your variants are, please. Uh, so my first thought was realistic and then, uh, and then you said your supernatural thing and I'm just like, 
Yeah, I could probably do something like that. I'd love to meet an anime version of myself. Oh, <laughs> oh that'd be cool. Like from like, you know, as a, as, like as a, no, like a Sailor Moon type thing. Why no, but like in the fact that like in Spider-Verse there was an anime character in the yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, Just like that. Like that. that. Yeah, yeah sort exactly. Of thing. Uh, I was hoping that I'd be like one of the Sailor Guardians. <laughs> yes. <laughs> from Sailor Moon. Yes. Which, which one? Which planet? Mm, Mercury, because she's blue. <laughs> I mean, how stupid of me to, and because to she's think also anything very different. Smart. She is very smart. Very she, intelligent. She's buddies all the time. Mars is my favorite. <laughs> she's she's got a lot of firepower. She she's does. awesome. <laughs> she's a badass. Yeah, she is. Uh, yeah, I would love to. Nice to meet my anime version of myself. <laughs> That's so cool. That's what kind what kind of anime world. Or like universe, do you imagine her coming from? Well, I did say Sailor Moon, so probably. So you kind of really, you kind of really going with the Sailor with Moon, the, but I wouldn't mind maybe from a Studio Ghibli universe. True, oh, that'd yeah. be really cool. It'd be beautiful, yeah. magical, very magical. Mm. Like imagine a, a Totoro version of me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> with the with the big, you know, the and the magic and all that. Yes, sort of stuff. yes, yes. That'd be really cool. But, Playing games. Yes. <laughs> a video gaming Totoro Fuji. Yes. Yes. 100%. Wearing like a blue t-shirt or something. Yes. <laughs> I want that. I want this variant. Yes, I do too. I now. want to meet this variant. <laughs> I want to cuddle this variant. Yeah. That is so cool. Um, a realistic version of, of me that I would love to, to see or meet. I, I want to be a sporting champion. Hey. I'd love to see a sporting champion of myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, maybe in swimming or maybe, I don't know, maybe something really out there in oh, terms yeah? of sports that I probably wouldn't see myself doing. Okay. Like, like well, I mean, what about hockey? Gymnastics. Oh. oh. I've never done anything like that in my life. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see a variant of me that became a gymnast and went to the Olympics. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Although in real life, like right now, I have I have done swimming, I've done taekwondo and I've done mm. I've done ice hockey. I would out of those three, I would have loved to see I think I would have done if I had have kept going, probably I would have gotten to a point where I would have been in like world championships and stuff like that with swimming. Yeah, right. Um, although I think I got further with Taekwondo because I got two Victorian championships in that. That's cool. I didn't actually race in the swimming, uh, in swimming stuff. Okay. Um, so I got a little bit closer in terms of my martial arts. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to see a, a an a Olympic champion version of myself as a variant. Hmm. Nice. Um, kind of like that that Loki variant that won the Tour de France. <laughs> yeah. That we saw. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't meant to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, and if we if we're talking animal variants, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'd say I'd love to see. Uh, I'd love to see a. What animal would I be? Mm, I don't know. Probably a dog. Yeah, we're going see domestic animal. I'd probably see me as a really, really bubbly type of puppy. No, <laughs> yeah, like something that's really 
hyperactive and, and, and affectionate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. As a dog. A short-haired dog. Yes. 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 With long, waggy tail, because I'll be happy all the time. It'll be gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. And, and I'd be about medium height, like a, like a between, between small and medium sort of a size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd nice. Be, that'd be the animal version of me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Love it. Yeah. They're love my, it. They're, they're my choices. That's awesome. Yeah. They're your variants. I love. I love very much. <laughs> Michael. Hello. What are your variants? Uh, Tell us. Yeah, I'm just going to name this, name this quickly before I forget. But when you said animal variants and you said cat, dog, I've got to be a bird. <laughs> and... Just just thinking about it, it's got to be a Major Mitchell cockatoo. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yep, that, that tracks. Yeah, Americans, look it up. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Because um, I wouldn't be like a macaw or so, something like that. I was no. thinking parrot, and it's like, nah, cocky. Cockatoo. Cockatoo. Yeah. Get it up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saying very inappropriate things uh, all the time. All the time. Yeah. Um, having a think think about my different variants, um, it definitely borderline gives me an existential crisis. Because <laughs> you have to think it's it's stuff that's happened in your life. Yeah. That that has happened differently, mm-hmm. and then you have to think maybe that was the. Well, if I'm if I'm sitting right here, right now, right here, right now, fat boy slim, if I'm sitting here right now, and this is the main timeline mm-hmm. that I'm in, the sacred timeline, the sacred timeline, then I feel safe <laughs> because because then uh, whoever's my variant did the wrong thing, mm. and <laughs> if we're going by TBA rules, yes, uh, they've done the wrong wrong thing. But they might think that I've done the wrong thing. So who is the ultimate? Who's the ultimate Michael Lister? Mm. And, who's and the I, superior Michael Lister? Who's the superior Michael Lister and will be fighting? And I know myself, I will be f- fucking fighting with myself. It's like, who's the superior Michael? And But, but then it's like, okay, what? It, well, like, it's, all, it's all the different things. It's like, would, uh, what would I be like if I wasn't married? What would I be like if I didn't have kids? What would I be like if I was just a normal human being <laughs> that I'm not not right now? And and when I was thinking, it was like, oh, there's sort of Loki variants as well. It's like, uh, it would be cool to actually see me when I'm older and also see me when I'm a kid as well. Mm. And and it also got me thinking, it's like, well, well, if they're a variant, then it doesn't really matter of what I say because they've already done it. But it would be nice to say say to my younger self, um, it's like it's all right, it's it's going to be all right, mm. and then and then <laughs> and then uh, seeing my older variant, and then and and, t- and I'm telling them you fucked up, you fucked up, <laughs> <laughs> just to fuck with myself. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'll probably be doing. <laughs> but if we're going to different sort of variants, it would be cool if if um, if I was in like the different universes as well, it's like what would I be if I was in the in the um, uh, Ghostbusters universe? Yeah. Uh, would I be part of the Ghostbusters team? Whatever. Would I be, <laughs> you know, go, the go-to? It's like I'm. I, <laughs> everyone wants to be. 
everyone wants to be the Bill Murray character. But, <laughs> but obviously, I'll probably probably be Egon. I'd be, I'd be I'd want to be Ray to be honest. But, I mean I mean Peter's cool and all, but like I love I kind of connect with Ray the most. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like what, watching a lot of um, like fan films of Ghostbusters. It's like everyone wants to be everyone wants to be true. Uh, uh, Bill Murray, Peter, yeah. Peter Venkman. It's like no, it's got to be a mixture of the of the four. And I think think Egon's probably probably my 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 favorite one. <laughs> because yeah. because he, he there's this one line in Ghostbusters that I really really love, and I'm sorry for Leanne for quoting Ghostbusters all throughout this podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just his delivery delivery, and also his character sort of fucking means it as well. It's when they're in the library. It's 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 when Peter says, uh, it, "It reminds me of the time that that you tried to screw, you, you tried to drill a hole in your head," <laughs> and he's and he fucking. And, and he gun says it's like that would have worked if you didn't stop, stop me. me. Yeah, the way that he just says it is so good. That, that would work if you hadn't stopped me. Uh, <laughs> so, so welcome to the um, Ghostbusters um, podcast. Po- podcast again. <laughs> but, but yeah, it would be cool if uh, if, if we're going to do if we're going to do uh, supernatural D and D D and D rules. It would be cool if if I was if I was a wizard. <laughs> I would like probably settle settle as a wizard, like 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 long hair, beard, not even not even a robe, but a bathrobe, and and Crocs. I'll just be rocking that and be like a bush wizard. <laughs> just walk around in the bush, bush be a, wizard, be a the bush Aussie wizard. version of Gandalf. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much Radagast. <laughs> yeah, Radagast the Brown. That would be me. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> that that would be awesome, and and then it got the old version of me. It's it's like oh, it's the it's the newer newer version. It's like just long hair, beard. It's like, am I happy? It's like it has its it has its moments. But but you know, I I I'll be I'll be list of the bush wizard. That would nice. be a cool variant. Um, another cool. another one, uh, with the kid kid variant. Uh, it would be cool if um, if I chose a couple of things uh, in my in my childhood. It's I think I think it probably cha- changed me for for I don't know better for worse. Um, I got to actually choose which um, I used to go to a primary school, but I had to go to a different one for for. Different reasons I didn't want to get get into. It's basically my parents divorced, and so I had to go to a different primary school, and I got to choose which one. And it it doesn't plague me um, nowadays, but it would be interesting if that was the point at point in time where I would be a different variant. Like, mm. what would I be if I if I went to a different primary? That's school? kind of a pivotal point in your your childhood. Yeah. Would would be that fork in the road yeah sort of thing yeah that would be an interesting one where mm. I, where i met i met the kid that that went to a different one it's like how do you like it it's like it was it was good and yeah and that's why i go through the <laughs> existential crisis yeah. it's, like, it's like i do True. i don't really want to think about it but you know it's it, it's fun it's fun to think about it yeah that well that's what time travel does to you 
Mm-hmm. It, it's just think about things. And you, Multiverses. And you, and you realize that you're very, very small. Very, very, very small. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're a speck of dust in the cosmic cosmos of of reality. But that's basically <laughs> that's basically it. Uh, bush wizard. I'm gonna stick with bush wizard. I love it. With the very like the bush wizard. With, with the major Mitchell cockatoo variant. Yes. Just on, just on my shoulder. I want you to draw that <laughs> in the style of that ending shot from the post credit scene in episode four, when when Loki looks up and sees. When I look up, I, I, see, I see myself as Bush Wizard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a with a major Mitchell cockatoo. Yeah. Yeah. I want, I want it. I don't really have a. <laughs> uh, me yeah, me wearing Crocs. I'm, I'm trying to think because. Um, because the Loki has his horns. What would I have? Would be your iconic like piece of, of something to tell you tell you that that's a Michael Lister variant. Oh, when I was younger, I you um, I don't do this now, but but uh, I sometimes do. But I don't really have any at the moment. But when I was younger, I was really, really, really into wearing just Hawaiian shirts like all <laughs> the fucking time. <laughs> A major Mitchell cockatoo with a Hawaiian shirt. Done. Because I because I'm I'm a big fan of Weird Al and he wears Hawaiian shirts true. all the fucking time. Very and I true. want to be like Weird Al and he sort of changed my life for the better. You, you yeah. can be weird as you want and who the fuck cares about uh, other people? Who, exactly. Who think. So a major Mitchell cockatoo with a Hawaiian shirt. I love that so much. <coughs> that is fantastic. Ah, oh, sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's. Yeah, that's fun. That's, that's that's that covered. Those are our variants. <laughs> yeah. uh, please tweet us, tell us your variants, uh, or what you think of ours. Yeah, let us um, know. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, but yeah, no, that was fun. Mm. Yeah, it's cool. All right, it's time to plug some shit. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> mostly just fully and myself yep. this week. Uh, because there was a new episode of the monthly that dropped. Yay. I listened to it. Hey, did you like it? Yeah, it was good. Thank you. <laughs> it was Glad good. You liked it. What do we talk about again? Masters of the Universe. Hey. <laughs> what do we? What are we doing about? It's been a long week. It's okay. It's been yeah. a long week. Uh, yes. I we... remember getting annoyed because we couldn't really talk about it because you only watched the first two yeah, episodes. I'm sorry. I was like, ah. <laughs> yes. I want to talk about it. I did it on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. God damn it. It's okay. Fully has watched all of it. I have. And we talked about all of Master of the Universe, Revelation, part one, our discussions up live now for you all to listen to. My God. (laughs) And if you want to hear my discussion, you're not going to get it because it doesn't happen. (laughs) I feel like I was stabbed in the back. Like Skeletor did to the fucking Adam. How insane though was that moment? Oh, uh, I was like, oh, yeah. I like what you're doing. Yeah, me too. Because yeah. I love fucking absolute carnage. <laughs> <laughs> I Same. jumped and gasped. I'm yeah, like, I, I li- my jaw literally hit the floor. Yep. It's like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah, this is fantastic. Do it, <laughs> do it, do it. Do it. Yes, it was lots and lots of fun. Go check it out all on the wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, pretty much. All of your, your favorite podcasting apps. Yeah. Yep. We are there. Yes. Oh, dear. 
We are there. All right. It's time to wrap up the show, I think. Mm-hmm. It's been a great episode. It's been a fun episode in the car Fred shed. Yes, the mobile fridge. The mobile fridge shed. In the Listerbishy. In the Listerbishy. Yeah, with Lister, with his voice. That's literally about to go. So let's. It's a, it's a buzzsaw at the moment. Let's 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 end this. Yeah. Here we go. Ready? One, two, three, and, and that, that was the podcast, podcast called Fred. To follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you like to listen to the Fred the Alien podcasts, you can listen to it. <laughs> you can find us. <laughs> on, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. If you like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. <laughs> Yay! I've been Kendall Richardson. I've been a fool. I can't tell my joke. And I've been Dr. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Lister. And you just and you experienced a podcast called Fred. Yay! Thanks for listening. Remember to eat beef. Remember to eat beef. And Freddy lives and Loki dies because I killed him. <laughs> what? My variant killed him. Don't blame me. <laughs> Don't blame me, my variant killed him. <laughs> Spoilers for season two. I killed him and killed him and killed him again. Six times. Have a good Six week, times everyone. killed him. Killed him with his own stupid horn, horn helmet. Hey. I can actually kill them twice because he's got two horns. <laughs> hey! hey!